If you'd like to help us pay our guests and produce the show, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash what's my thesis. And my dream is to one day be able to compete with the rates that adjunct professors get at universities. And I'd like to achieve that by never having to take any advertising money. So if you're into that ambition, consider donating to the show and help us put money in artists' hands. Also, it occurred to me that there's a bunch of people that listen to the show that know things that I have no idea about. So if you rate us five stars and you teach me something in the review, I'll read it on the show and give you a shout out because it helps us grow and that's going to be good for my ambitions of not taking advertising money and getting donations that will help uh, propel the show forward to a new phase of being able to put more resources into the show and more time. Yeah, yeah. I would say I'm definitely most interested in the worthless areas. Yeah. No baby emergencies. (laughs) Just, just my uh, my girlfriends that all live in different cities, which is oh, you're part of a of a group text. One is a group chat that is now called the Menstrual Hut for whatever (laughs) reason. It has not been changed. Um, And then uh, a friend of mine who's living in France right now, who is also an artist. And so, like, yeah. As I, I bring that all up to be like, the technology is so amazing and important that it keeps us together, but it's all yeah. about the balance between too much um, being connected and, and following other people's lives too closely. I think that you're not following your own. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I've, I've mostly been... You know, I think there's something to be said about feeling cyclical uh, in terms of like, but that's the weird thing, right? Like you can still feel connected because you're interacting with people uh, to some Mm -hmm. degree, like, and you have friendships and you're, you're, you know, but it is a very, it's not intimate. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then you can go, or I can go through periods where I just don't socialize uh, just because I get caught up in what I'm doing, mm-hmm. whatever I'm like drawing a lot, or mm-hmm. uh, uh, or I, I've recently been trying to get very fast with my shredding hand, mm. and uh, and all of that stuff makes me feel good. But then I end up feeling like <gasps> I haven't like tried to hang out with somebody in a while. You know, I haven't right. reached out. I like I've just used the weekend for myself instead mm-hmm. of like connecting with people and so it is it, it it's a very strange um thing to navigate as an adult and i can't imagine like developing with that no. a, in experience of like uh feeling hollow because you're actually not having any human connection 
uh, but you feel, but you have like what, whatever, 80,000 followers. Right. You know? <laughs> right. And also developing one sense of self without being um, influenced by what other people are telling you about yeah. yourself. Yeah. Cause, uh, there's definitely a lot of male gaze involved in in the 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 Belfie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I Yeah, but and I was reminded of this when I heard um Lizzo's interview on uh-huh. Fresh Air. I don't know if you listened to Terry Gross no. on Fresh Air, but um, she interviewed Lizzo about her new album and Lizzo was talking about this current wave of feminism. That's all about being sexy mm-hmm. as a feminist, yeah, yeah. as a, as a fuck you, I'm sexy, uh-huh. deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you get to fuck me kind of. Right. <laughs> I'm you- not doing this so that you want me. Yes. I'm just the sexy. Right. I have a problem with it, and I think it's generational. Uh-huh. And and Terry Gross had a real problem because she's like my mom's age. But yeah, um, and I see girls all the time, fifteen through eighteen, and uh, we have a uniform at our school as well. It's the same uniform uh-huh. I grew up wearing because I went to this school that I teach at. I, oh wow! I don't know if I told you that or not. Um. And the skirts are so short. Uh-huh. And, and they roll them up? They roll them up <laughs> did, so that you're familiar from... Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah. I went to a private school too, so... Yeah. <laughs> and, and then also girls do that with soccer shorts. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I just... I don't know where to draw the line or where to judge on that because I think that the male gaze and is so i mean it's all part of patriarchy and we're still in a patriarchal world and so i can't separate it in the way that lizzo and other young women have described as being like just empowering no i can't buy it it makes me uncomfortable um as as an ignorant man though i would (laughs) i will say that i do feel good when i look good Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no. And there is that. And I totally agree with you. Um, yeah. And yeah. No, but it's an interesting argument or an interesting approach. I guess the, what they're saying, and I'm not going to weigh in either way. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to paraphrase mm-hmm. what I understand. Yeah. Which is that that, uh, you know, especially with like gender fluidity now anyway mm-hmm. it's sexual uh, it's it's acknowledging that you are a sexual being mm-hmm. but not necessarily uh an object of desire or mm-hmm. no that's that that's a different uh, that's not predatory enough. Right, <laughs> For, right. You know, like object of desire is a little too bland. Like it's, it is, it, I can see that. I I think this isn't just an interesting thing because there's a generational thing with feminism that is, um, is fascinating. Like, I, I don't even know what wave of feminism we're on. I don't on, either. But, uh, but I do... No, like, for example, my mom is from a generation where she learned that she had rights kind Mm -hmm, of thing, mm -hmm. 
but she was never given the tools to be assertive right. and it drives me fucking crazy it, it, it it's it's like <laughs> and it's like and it's oh, it and so it's tough. a it's a conditioned creature yeah right like right. she is just incapable she like to the point where i'll be like uh do you want me to do this mm-hmm. and and she'll be like well i don't know right and, but like it's right. like and and it's just like oh yeah yeah <laughs> so maybe to them we, we're stuck in yes, sort of no, a similar it's, that, it's that same frustration that's yeah. exactly how i feel and i and i and i can't see how it's not conditioned yeah and um no, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, especially with like the, there is like, <laughs> I just I don't know if this is a deep thought or anything, so don't Go expect roll it to with be. It. But just the idea of uh, like, this is like, uh, there used to be something about not sexualizing young girls that parents did. Mm-hmm. Um, now it seems like because of the fact that you can aspire to be an influencer, yes, <laughs> which is basically glad you brought that up. A, a spokesperson, mm-hmm. right? Like so, like, and then s- that ties into the sex sells element of it. Yep. And so, like, the more capitalist we become, mm-hmm. the more I wouldn't even know. I mean. I don't necessarily know if the patriarchy is so much involved. I mean, it, I guess because the consumers are the patriarchy, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and setting the standard. But that relationship to sex sells and capitalism is the thought that I was like, maybe this isn't that deep. But it is interesting just like to think, because um, before it was like in our generation it was like oh this these girls you know these uh role models for girls are kind of weird but now anybody can be a role model for anybody mm-hmm. right yeah and and i ha- i have a a, a a very specific you probably shouldn't worry about your students listening to the show because <laughs> there is like a severe gap in my uh, uh 17 to 18 year old and yes. even early 20 year old I, people yes. uh, that interact with my instagram yes <laughs> but that I guess what I'm getting from this is like, what are they doing instead? You know, oh, like, cause, yeah. cause I would be like, well, I don't necessarily think I'm a bad role model, mm-hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> you're just boring. I'm just boring to them. You're exactly. Very boring. <laughs> because I, I myself and verge our, on being very boring. You I think I myself verge on, on verge. being yeah, exactly. very boring. But, um, but you know, like, and then just thinking about how much money went into advertising to us in like the 90s was very much a a uh adults are stupid yes (laughs) the naggy teacher uh, yes chew bubble tape yes (laughs) oh that's so good yeah Yeah, that's probably me sometimes (laughs) or you know you're not having a great day when you can see that in your students eyes (laughs) who's this old person yeah why are they telling me that but to some degree they're right like we have no idea what their lives are like Mm -hmm. we can't just Mm -hmm. because because and and i and, and i think this that's like a generational uh, speed up that's happening with technology. Yes. Obviously, like that's what I was saying about plastic, my, my parents living yes. in it, like all the breakthroughs in our lifetime 
have made us like so such that we don't we will not be able to relate to the boomers mm-hmm. and we really don't relate to like the millennials i'm like an 80 i mean you're technically millennial i am a, i'm the oldest millennial millennial or so, one of the oldest yeah <laughs> i think 81 but i've also heard our generation called exennials which is like from 1975 to like 85 which is like a mini generation you, oh you're not gen x there's I mean, a, there's I'm, something in between. Yeah, I, and that we fall into that because of that. Like, oh. and and the reason that they do that is they, they have that is because of that generate that that technological generational oh, um, shift shift. Yeah, that was the, the acceleration. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, the, uh, with and then uh, you know this whole thought process goes extreme. Like the there's people in uh, that believe in the singularity and and that. Like technology, technologic. There's some truth to the trend that technology is developing faster and faster, and more breakthroughs throughs happen more quickly. Like yeah. you think about the iPod, and then the iPhone, and then the iPad, and like now it's if people were like, oh, they don't innovate anymore because they didn't invent a new groundbreaking product. <laughs> you know, like <Yeah. laughs> within, wow. uh, 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 you know. But that's like the expectation of technological innovation. It has become unreasonable, Mm -hmm. but like, um, but yeah, so the reason we can't relate to this new generation is because what's happened, what happened to us is happening even faster to them. Right. Right. I've never thought about it quite like that. And, um, that's really helpful. That helps keep me. (laughs) It's very helpful. I'm glad Um, I could give you something. Because I thought it was just like, oh, this is what getting old is. Um, Well, to some degree it is, but I think that, I think, and I think that that's where the boomers really, like, that's why they shit so much on the millennials. They have no fucking concept of like, like I side with millennials because they didn't fuck up the world. (laughs) You know, they're victims of boomers. Yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 I agree. Yeah. It's really, I mean, (laughs) I'm sorry. I made you so sad. That's the first like sincere (laughs) frown you've had this whole episode. (laughs) It's, um, it, maybe it's cause I, I, I love my parents so much Yeah, and, but they're definitely in that bubble and yeah. yeah, it's, it's awful. Yeah. And just the word plastic makes me so upset right now yeah. uh, because of my personal addiction to consuming it. And we've had a couple assemblies at school about the plastic crisis and like, yeah. um, it's, yeah. Well, you, you live working with the people who are most concerned about climate change. It's true. And there are a lot of them. And like, I'm glad you brought that up because that is one thing that keeps me sane are the students. While I, at a lot of time I feel like I'm going insane trying to figure out who they are. On the other hand, uh, they keep me so comforted and hopeful for the future yeah. when it seems nearly impossible to feel any kind of hope right now. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, especially like after the election, everyone went crazy. It was, uh, yeah. Everybody's gone batshit crazy. It's all, I mean, I hate to compare the two, but I feel like there, 
it will be kind of similar the way people share their post-election stories to 9-11 stories, but that just might be because I experienced both and they feel like pretty yeah. monumental in terms of changing people's uh, awareness of themselves and their world and feeling like the rug got the, pulled out from under the illusion them. illusion you know? of like, uh, of, of, uh, being a good country. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, I hope that didn't sound too. Uh, no, no, I, I get, I get, like, I get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, the day after the election and I had spent the whole night crying and here I am going to tell you my, uh, election story. Uh, but, uh, I woke up and the first meeting I had was with a student who was doing an independent study, brilliant young artist. And he was like, yeah, what did you think was going to happen? No. Let's move on. And it's like, right. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, and my husband, I thought he was going to be okay. And then he ended up spending like two days at home out le without leaving the house in the dark, just yeah. completely mourning. And, and in seeing that, I was like, Oh God, I am so lucky that I get to go and interact with these people, these yeah. young people. And, um, well, I think that like, I think that a lot of, uh, is where's, where's your husband from originally? Uh, Detroit, suburbs of Detroit. Detroit. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's tricky. Is he African-American by any no. chance? Okay. No, he is a, <laughs> I a, didn't want a, a privileged, a white, uh, a white guy from so, the suburbs so, of Detroit. So let me float an idea and you can reject it if you, oh, if, if you float but, away. But I think that white people were really the ones that hurt the most by Trump being elected because yeah. they know so many people that voted for him yeah. back home. And, um, yeah, I wasn't surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. The, my student was also a person yeah. of color and yeah. it's like, and uh, yeah. And being checked, even though I'm teaching at this privileged school that I went to mostly white people, um, I do feel like I am constantly checking my privilege in a way that I haven't before. Oh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to make it about you being a bad person. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. I just no, want to, I, I just want to be clear. But I feel like we're... white guilt is like a, like a part. No, a I part mean, it's like it. the patriarchy. It's almost inescapable yeah. and we're all, we all, I mean, we're all trapped in it. Right. Yeah. I'm trapped in that shit too. Like yeah. there, uh, there's there. And, and to some extent there's a problem in this country where class is not discussed uh, and race is in a, in a very weird mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. where like, for example, I come from financial privilege, right. but I still deal with racism. Right. right? <laughs> and, yeah. and, but there, is, there are also poor white people mm -hmm. that struggle and like, and it, it, you know, sometimes when I go to make a delivery and, you know, a fancy preppy white guy doesn't tip, I'm like, bro, you mm -hmm. of all people, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, but at the same time there, I don't think that poor white people have really gotten their due. I mean, obviously when they get hooked on opioids, then yeah. it becomes something that happens to them. Yeah. But, but there is, uh, but, but I think that like, it's like all the bad things that white, 
uh, white people have done are yeah. represented in this one guy. Exactly. And it fucking broke your brains. Yeah. And, and understandably so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, but people really freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, you know, I think a lot of us were like, are, are kind of waiting for people to just recover from that trauma mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and be like all right what are we gonna do like let's yes. vote for somebody grow luck- up yeah luckily yeah luckily something <laughs> like that is difference. starting to happen yeah but um but yeah i i i flaked on going to a bernie uh rally mm-hmm. in pasadena that that i wanted to go but i, I like the day came and i was like man i don't want to go see bernie and then like because i went and saw obama speak mm. and wow uh, with like in 2008 before he got elected in Miami and I was jaded I, like I was disappointed because I saw him and I saw how much of his speech was for the cameras yep. like and how much the uh the teleprompter use is a part of the speech making and how like if you're actually there the illusion of this it's movie totally broken. Yeah, it's totally yeah. broken and I was like I don't want to go and have that happen with Bernie yeah. like I I don't want to go to see that um mm, that's interesting <laughs> and I think that that's something that um, is so important to um, impart in young people with regards to photography and the image yes. and what it, you're not seeing in your feed and what's beyond the frame. And I feel like in a way, young people are more aware of it now because they're creating content mm-hmm. and like you know, when they listen to a podcast, they're picturing like what we're, what I see right now, which are the microphones in in your home. Whereas I still listen to a podcast and I think of like people, you know, in the radio station with like, you know, or like I I think of something like more elevated or something. I don't know. Um, but, uh, it's really important to recognize that you're seeing a highly edited version of reality, um, through, uh, social media, but also just photographs and, um, well, they consume them at a, cause I remember that being one of the things, like one of the things that our history photographer professor in college did, uh, or not our, but Mm -hmm. I get it. They they do. They tend to do this is that they'll hold up a a picture, you know, they'll hold up a magazine Mm -hmm. and uh, what's this? And people will be like, it's a race car. And mm-hmm. no, what's no, and it, no, it's a photograph of a race, race car. car. Yeah, and 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 it's, it's I do that in the beginning that, of the year. Yeah, it's it, it, so then I was right in my usage of art because <laughs> someone taught that to you too. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But um, but even then, the point was how many images we consumed is startling. That was the whole point of that. At the rate that we're going now. It's insane. Yeah. There's just no there's there's no avoiding a photograph. You cannot yeah. live the, in this. There's just no way, unless you're in like one of those tribes that kills people when they <laughs> kills missionaries when they try to bring in their germs, <laughs> which I'm all a hundred percent for. <laughs> yep, that's the sentence that's gonna get you fired. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> um, but. The, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, it, it's almost impossible for us to have any empathy for what kids are going through nowadays. Mm -hmm. It is, and, and this is me just 
reaching to get more 18 year old listeners <laughs> <laughs> good luck <laughs> uh, hey i'm glad that you support us but you're boring <laughs> as fuck <laughs> but yeah no definitely I, I just i think that um and i think that if you can't get out, at least outside of the which is such a, a boomer thing to do outside of the mindset of like uh, or can't be self-aware enough. I mean, they were fucking hippies, and the parents, their parents, didn't understand them. Right. They don't have the 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 ability to get meta and sort of see how they perceive the younger generation and and be like, um, no, that's like even fucking Biden said that he's like, I have no sympathy for millennials, no sympathy. I'm like, okay, don't be our president then. <laughs> oh, poor Biden's just that's a mess. <laughs> Mess. Um, I like that reaction. <laughs> so many, and, and then and then what goes through my mind are all of the images that of him and like uh, different memes about you know touching or eating ice cream or like I don't know. Um, and that's in and, and yeah, it's like uh, we are. It's an it's a language that we use. Well, that's photographs and images. actually memes is a good place to memes, veer, veer oh towards God. because that's how. You know, that's like photo montage was invented, you know, in mm -hmm. by, I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Hartfield. Is that correct? Wow. Um, I don't know okay. off the top of my head. That sounds... It was, right. it was a Dada, thinking, German Dada. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking earlier, like... Um, late 19th century, more like kind of romantic... Uh, uh, like, I think... Are you thinking of like, uh, I was thinking of the first, as I learned, uh, was like a religious, had religious content using multiple photographs kind oh. of collaged together, but I should I don't look know. that up. Okay. Sorry. I don't know. Oh, anyway. Well, okay. We won't call it the first photo montages, but, um, but his thing was photo montage, okay. which is collage yes. essentially. And, uh, and that's essentially what memeing is, right? It and and it's sort of like meta ajit prop. Like mm -hmm. it's 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 postmodern um propaganda. Yeah. Like where you can have memes about memes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like and when you said when you told me that uh the like I Ice cream, Joe Biden eating ice cream. I didn't even know that was a meme, but I've seen it and immediately it was in my head. And I was like, right? oh shit, that is one. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's like, um, oh. it's, it's, it's an, it's sort of this like ex expression of subculture that, that, that's really interesting where like it can get, they can get so fucking niche that you don't mm -hmm. understand them. You have to be educated in the, the language of memes to really know oh what the gosh, fuck is going yeah. on. It's so crazy. My husband consumes a lot of memes and I think is really well-versed <laughs> in the language. Yeah, <laughs> like a like cereal bowl, bowl of memes. <laughs> There's a meme about that, I'm sure. Um, and he'll, he'll like text me some every... Often, every so often, and and I I have to have him explain it to me like eight times <laughs> out of ten. Why is funny? Yeah, or just like what is this reference? Like I can't I can't read it somehow, and um, but I think it's 
it's I think it's important because it's definitely a part of the of the language right yeah. now. And they're funny. Yeah, they are funny. They can it's such an interesting format that like but it's 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 just the basics image with text, which yeah. is which makes it not technically makes it not photography because it in, in, you need uh, explanatory text, right, right, uh, or at least in the traditional sense that sure. we thought about it, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is do, what, like my favorite Biden memes <laughs> are the one, and I say this every time, but there, there were some great ones during the the Obama years, despite the fact that I have my problems with Obama policies. Mm-hmm. Um, he. That there were some great ones where it was just like a buddy story where uh, Biden was the idiot and and Obama was explaining the world to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the truth like, hurts. But you can just rip people's stuff fucking to their essence. Yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. that like I just don't think that Biden can survive that. Like I think the <laughs> mm-hmm. memes will destroy him. They they said that memes destroyed Hillary. I doubt that. But like Biden is so memeable. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Actually, I want to stop doing this and just look up Biden memes. Yes. I am going... Maybe you can put one as, like, part of the teaser on our I'll put, you know, Instagram. I'll post it as a, as a story. Yeah, please. Uh, he's fucking... It, it, he's hilarious as a meme. He's horrible as a person, <laughs> but hilarious as a meme. Oh, God. Just uh, SMH, like he, as the kids say. Yeah, or he, don't say anymore. Because <laughs> they're onto something else. Uh, what did that make me think of? Um, ah, shoot, I had it. Image. Biden memes. Biden memes. Ice cream. Ice cream and propaganda. Oh, captioning, as you said, and what doesn't make it a photograph because there's text or, and, um, I specifically do not use the geotag, A, because I think it's really creepy, the geotag is location tag. tag? Yeah, yeah, on Instagram, or maybe it's called a location tag. No, it's I'm a geotag. Okay. I just, I, I, I knew. I just wanted to make sure we're talking about the same thing. Yes, <laughs> and um, I also don't caption for the most part. Yeah. I will every once in a while, and then I don't hashtag because I'm private. Yeah. So like, there's no point, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I think I'm doing that correctly or understanding that correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like that to me the elimination of those is really important for photographs and to keep them, um, using your imagination. Right. And, uh, so I think part of my frustration with memes are again, to reiterate why there's something completely different from photographs is because they give you a very specific read. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, some of my students will want to title their photographs, but I think it's really nice that they're working for a year without having to label the image and to really work on this collaboration between the creator and the viewer Mm -hmm. and leaving space for, for the viewer to interpret. Well, um, so that makes me think of it in an interesting way, which is just that in general, Instagram is, or by nature, maybe mm-hmm. it's sort of propagandistic yeah. because, or especially in usage, um, where the agenda is to project a certain, like I project with mine that I meet artists, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so <clears throat> 
That's interesting. I, I, uh, I think that goes back to the branding thing that yeah, I was but, trying to articulate before, like not yeah. wanting to brand. But then if you're on a platform, see, here's, yeah, because I'm always trying to figure out, and I'm about to have uh, a doc, my first doctor on the show, Dr. Bethany Irons. Cool. Uh, and she's done a dissertation on this, so maybe I should save it for them. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, just the question of, like, where the line stands, because can you actually make art with Instagram uh and uh, you know, as a platform, it's just sort of a, a general question that I'm that that I'm wondering, uh, and I don't have a definitive answer, even mm-hmm. though I'll make declarative statements all the time about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's just kind of how I do. <laughs> hey. Um, but yeah, it is. I wonder if you can escape the branding in a propagandistic because. Unwittingly, I got a sense of who you were, and it was not necessarily accurate, but I mean, I I got a sense of your sensibilities, Mm -hmm. which I think I just worry, and my problems with the word branding have to do more with slavery (laughs) than anything else. Yes. But I think it's fascinating that we live in a society because my my whole thing now is to remind people that capitalism is not superior to all other uh, systems. It just has thrived on slavery and continues to do so today. Yes. And as a term, branding is such a, a telling word that we use. I don't have... A problem with its association to advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like where I won't be like, well, it's a brand. It's a mm-hmm. brand. It's a brand because that's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. but I do, I do think it to some degree it can be empowering to acknowledge that it is an act of... Um, It is propagandistic, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. You're you're promoting something, and there's always going to be an agenda. Otherwise, there's no neat reason to do it. Right. And and even if it's somewhat intuitive, what you're promoting is the fact that you're intuitive, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I find that interesting. Uh, like I just I I I'm just excited that I figured out that it was propagandistic. Yes. <laughs> and that you you could you yeah. could speak of it in those terms. Yeah. And it, and almost always. I mean I I I can't think of an example that isn't. Uh mm-hmm. I mean whether the intention is there or not. I also see people that use like you know the, the they they won't put text but they'll put location like ca mm-hmm. you, dot like in 2019 you know to show you when it was shot and where it was shot which is very also very photographery mm-hmm. but it is also a photographery brand mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you're you're saying something very specific within the photo yeah. community there yeah, yeah. You're, you're so but at the same time doesn't that kind of go back to how we used to dress or how we dress, what we're projecting of ourselves? So then, like, do, where do you draw the line? Would you call that branding? Yeah. You know, like... Um, I, yeah, I think... It, I'm, I'm glad that you brought up the word and it's, like, uh, you know, root meaning. Because when I was using it, I was just reflecting on meeting uh, a woman 
at a restaurant, she had twin daughters that were adorable, uh, and they were wearing some kind of like hat around New Year's that was mm. like a like a festive party hat, and they mm. just looked really cute. And I had my baby, and I just said, you know, your daughters are adorable. How old are they? It's small talk. And mom talk. Mom talk. You're new to the club. You want to. <laughs> and what I didn't know was part of the, the club, but makes sense now being a millennial mom is that she said, you know, thank you to my compliment about them and said that she's working on their brand. Ugh. yeah. See, that's horrifying. Right. No. <laughs> and so the way that it's used very casually yeah, yeah. to, um, speak about someone's identity, I guess, yeah, well, in and a the, surface way. And uh, essentially what we're talking about is a brand identity. Like right. brand is kind of just a shorthand for like that complete image, but right. Yeah. But the root of the word and thinking is of terrible, the actual yeah. brand. And I think you might be familiar with Hank Willis Thomas's work branded. No. He did a series of photographs where, um, they're African-American, men with um, a Nike symbols branded um, uh, onto their skin mm. and other reflections of uh, consumer culture, but in that yeah. way, like you know, directly making that comment. And um, yeah, that's it's really scary. Yeah. Um, it is. It, 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 uh, it's one of those like to get into my woo-woo shit. But, like, it's one of those things of, like, uh, words matter and and, uh, how not acknowledging where that word comes from and having it be such a major part of of our culture Mm -hmm. and just the way that people talk, Mm -hmm. um, it it speaks to, like, the denial that we exist with, yes. right? And 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 that's you know kind of going back to uh, the Trump thing, where like when Trump got elected, I think white people were just shook mm-hmm. because they hadn't been living in the America that people of color live in, right? And 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 and, and that breaks the reality mm-hmm. of of uh of in which you exist and uh but uh, you know to some degree the world hasn't ended and, <laughs> and yeah you know um the clumsiness with which everything is being done mm-hmm. There was a finesse during the Clinton, uh, during the Obama, uh, you know, Clinton when Clinton was Secretary of State, when uh, when John Kerry was Secretary of State, mm-hmm. they did a lot of shit. The shit that's fucking people up in Venezuela right now. Yeah. This guy, I heard someone recently say that um, you can no longer control the narrative the same way that you used to when we were overthrowing Iran when we, you know, it, uh, and in, installed the Shah mm-hmm. and, um, and that has to do, that may be one of the benefits of this, uh, this transition that's that, like, you know, of, of this technology being available because, uh, and t- like, 
he was even saying that I forget who it was. It was probably on one of the uh, the podcasts that I listened to, uh, <laughs> either Chapo Trap House or uh, uh, Pod Damn America, which is really good. Oh, I'm not aware of that one. My husband listens to Chapo regularly. Yeah. But- yeah, and actually, you asked me if uh, the dollop was one of my influences. Oh yeah, some people have been saying to me uh, that like, oh, this is a very unique show, and I'm and I appreciate that, but I'm also like, it's super derivative. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> but yeah. but going back to my point, yeah. um, I think that having a black president made people feel good about the horrible shit we were yeah, doing to exactly. people of color. Yeah, and so. Am I happy that Trump is president? No. Right. Am I happy he's so fucking incompetent that but 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 you know, now we have this guy and now we have to talk about why we fast tracked all of his judges. Yeah. F- federal judges and why all these abortion bans are happening. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like and, yeah. and 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 so it's this very fucked up like, you know, why didn't why didn't we put uh, a a a Supreme Court justice when we had one available to us, why did right. we assume that Hillary was going to win right. <laughs> and that she was going to get to a sign too? Right. Like, it's just this, like, um, this, it's nice to have some white people in our reality rather than, I mean, cause some people still are going on about Russia and that's just exhausting. Yes. But, and we won't even talk about it, but, yeah. but like, that's another way that people's brains broke. Right. right? And right. like, and it's like, no, this is impossible. Mm-hmm. The, our country couldn't possibly elect this piece of shit. Well, it's just, yeah, it's pulling back the curtain yeah. on so much. Yeah. And, and I definitely wish that my, you know, People weren't dying in, you know, migrants weren't dying in custodies and 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 children like that. Mm-hmm. That's all awful, but that's happening like within our space. What's happening outside of the war, outside of our country? We don't give a shit. We drone mm-hmm. the shit out of people right. as policy. It's yeah. you know, so it, it's it's a. I think the idea of, I think that like that propaganda war of um of being able to say that people are starving in Venezuela and not talk about the fact that the sanctions that carry uh, th- or that we put in place mm-hmm. and that the deal that Kerry made to overproduce oil with the with the Saudis mm-hmm. like are all to play in it and now and now it's just if Trump didn't have Mike Pompeo uh and um you know, John Bolton and all these fucking psychopaths, uh, Elliot Abrams, making, you know, fucking it up. They're so old school. They do not know how to sell it to this new world. Right, right. right? And so, like, so in that sense, I'm, like, relieved (laughs) that there's a lack of confidence. Like, the whole thing with Iran, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, they're just, like, (laughs) the the way that they're, like, not even making an effort anymore. And so what one of the things that I think is good about this, like, uh, social media... For me, actually, I get FOMO when I hear of a country that has uh, its money backed by its resources. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I get FOMO. Yeah. I get FOMO for countries that have healthcare. Yeah. You know, but like... Seriously. Yeah. And so you can no longer just like rationalize certain things anymore. Mm-hmm. And people are aware of that. And so we're seeing this like dying breed of politician that still has, is still entrenched and still has a lot of fucking money. But like, 
uh, in complete denial about the fact that they're going to lose to Trump again if Bernie doesn't get the nomination. <laughs> and to some extent, I think that that's what they want. They don't yeah. care if Trump gets elected again because the state's business keeps going. Right. Yeah. Right. God, fear of missing out globally. Yeah. I had never thought about it that big. And yeah. it's it's so overwhelming. And it's I, I'm digressing a little bit, but no, please get us me, out of politics. <laughs> but um, one th- one assumption that I had, very naive assumption, when I started teaching full time high school, was that well, kids know because they have access to all of this information. Yeah. Well, they they already know this oh, because yeah. and no. They don't. Well, because they find my show boring. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> no, like we know as adults because we take the time to fucking find alternative media, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, but there's so many people that just take like MSNBC and Rachel right. Maddow's word. Like Rachel right. Maddow. I remember when she was on Air America mm-hmm. and she used to be like a policy wonk. What happened? Mm. Money's like very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I knew. I knew how she would turn out the second that I saw during the 2008 election, her sitting next to Pat Robertson. Mm. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? Yeah. This gay woman mm-hmm. <laughs> is sitting next to a fucking bigot. Mm-hmm. And what is that? That's money. That's, yeah. that, that's that corporate thing. <sighs> so how, yeah. how, do you, how, do you, how do kids see the world? How do kids see... Because the, the one story you gave was uh, an example of like um a kid that knew about trump but Mm -hmm. but that seems like and i not surprisingly person of color right (laughs) right um i think there are uh multiple uh clubs on campus that i think help um showcase how students are thinking about the wider world and trying to be proactive to change things. Um, but there are also kind of few and far between. Um, Mm. so yes, I do feel very hopeful, but I'm also confronted with a lot of young people who are following in the footsteps of their parents, whether or not they realize it Mm. just in terms of, staying with what's comfortable and, uh, especially when it comes to college and thinking about, um, the college admission scandal right now and how that's directly connected to the school that I teach at. One of our students, um, former students was part of it. Um, that so many kids are wired and encouraged to play the game of, of college and, um, to ensure some kind of economic security. And, um, you know, it starts even in middle school now who making sure that you're getting good enough grades to get into the accelerated classes in high school so that you can take as many accelerated classes as possible. Um, and the amount of stress and the amount, like realistically, if you were to look at all of the work that is required to take that course load, they Mm. don't have enough time. So they're cheating all the time. And like, it's just, um, that's that's the the real dark side i think of especially working at an independent you know private school 
um, is that there the there there are the, a few students, as I mentioned before, who are aware and eager in in terms of making change and seeing what's really going on in the world and trying to move move against that. And then there are so many that are just so stuck because of their parents and mm. also society at large um, that they they just want to maintain their class and status. Yeah, and that's not an unfair impulse. I mean, <laughs> who yeah, wants to lose class and status? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just dark. Yeah, it is. And, I, you know, well, it must also be because... We were for the nineties were economic boomtown where oh, yeah. <laughs> where people where there were acquired articles that were like, "Is this bubble ever gonna burst?" Mm. <laughs> I remember like mm. that was like ingrained in my. I, I, I was at a blockbuster. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, of course you were. <laughs> and I saw that Wired magazine. Like that's how vivid that that wow, image. Wow, that's of, amazing that that like, stayed with you. Yeah, it's crystallized, and I was wow. like, yeah, and um, but. So for us, like, and when we got into the job market in, you know, straight out of college, uh, uh, it, it, it was easy. Mm-hmm. And then not until 2008 was it an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it must be very different environment teaching a generation that knows the world might end mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, and that th- if it doesn't, they might still have shitty lives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, God. And, and I, from what you say, it's somewhat of a privileged s- 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 school. Yes. At, but even then, even then, it's not fucking guaranteed. No. And, and, and maybe that's, you know, more so than just the anxiety and stress that comes with playing the game. Mm-hmm. It's also the, you know, the impending apocalypse. <laughs> and like, um, yeah, I think it's, that's where it's also hard as I'm sure it was for generations before to encourage young people who really are afraid of the future because I am also, um, but I'm also secure in a way. Like I, 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 I was able to figure out my place and, um, you know, I still, I still do believe call me a, a, a Pollyanna as someone once did or an optimist that, you know, as long as you're doing something that fuels you and makes you happy, um, you'll be okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, my definition of that is also like making a positive change for the world around you. Mm-hmm. But I think going back to like social media, I feel like so much of young people's happiness can be tied just directly to self image and, um, being self absorbed. Uh, but I, I think they're, I think they're too smart for that. And they're aware of people who are, who are doing that. And, Probably more aware than we are. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly where I was it's going. Their, their, their jungle. Yeah. And I think that like any generation looking 
to the future, I have more fears for them than is are, are rational or relevant, you yeah. know, because I'm seeing it as an outsider. Um, but uh, then yeah. at a certain, to some degree, there's also, <laughs> you've lived long enough to know that it's not going to be. Right. <laughs> so it's not your, like oh, your perspective God. is completely un- yeah. unreasonable. I yeah. would say, I would say, I don't know. What about, um, like, do you guys do, I, I know that adjunct professors that I've talked to have mm-hmm. had to do like shooting drills, mm-hmm. like active shooter drills. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys do that? Yep. That's fucking crazy. That's going yeah. back to like duck and cover, but yeah. like, <laughs> but it's real, but like super real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've, you know, and it enters my like dream space for sure. Um, as many things do not as often as earthquakes though. I think that's still like my more major fear living here. Uh, have you lived through any crazy earthquakes? Well, just, uh, 94 Northridge, um, here was the last big earthquake, but we were far enough away that we didn't have any major damage, but a lot of my peers did in yeah. uh, school. Um, but ooh, yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. You just outed like a deep dark fear <laughs> accidentally, oh and now you're like, yeah. "Fuck, let's cover that hole up." <laughs> let's cover it up. But yeah, so like, what? What? I just don't know what a classroom environment is like Mm, mm -hmm. when you don't know if any one of your students could flip out and, 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 and and just what that does for the school day, for the school year, Mm -hmm. for the school, for your, just, that is a completely, that when I was a kid, I remember like eight kids died Mm -hmm. and I remember pretty much all of those being somewhat like, holy shit, like someone my age died. And it was like someone got hit by a car, okay. you know, so, it, you know, there was, there was one stabbing at my school where mm-hmm. someone came on campus and stabbed someone. That mm-hmm. was it. Mm-hmm. But like the idea that just randomly any day you could just fucking buck, buck, yeah. you know, like that's terrifying. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because that show, eight, uh, that show on HBO, Six Feet Under, came out when I was just transitioning from high school to college. Uh-huh. I feel like death for me is just like at any minute, any time. <laughs> oh, so you were already like that. I think I'm already like that. I, I, but I think there is something. School shootings definitely have heightened anxiety of young people um, and teachers. But I, I just think, at least for me personally, uh, all the time, every time I get in the car, every time I leave the house, it's always in the back of my mind that it's like... Okay, so we uncovered your, your, yeah, your earthquake fear. We're just like, I don't know, we're just like very fragile meat machines yeah. that are like just doing our thing and who knows? <laughs> who knows? Oh. Yeah. That's crazy though. I can't, I really like, there is nothing grosser than when rich people say 
they have no sympathy for millennials. Like, that's just disgusting. Because those people are the ones that fucked up, the, you know, like billionaires. Yeah. Just, and just, we hoarded all the catch. I, oh, I have no sympathy for you. And and just like, what a fucked up thing to say about your fellow man. Yeah. Like, and like the future of the world. Like, I don't know. I think as I'm getting older, I'm also realizing how, um, and this is also tied into social media, but just like how toxic judgment is like that, just like judgment without, um, and granted, you know, we were talking about how many awful things are happening in the world, but just, I I really have to be kind to one another. Yeah. No, definitely. (laughs) And uh, there's just such yeah. a lack of empathy and, and it's such a, it's so transparent what he's doing. He's just trying to appeal to a certain generation of voters. Mm-hmm. And he knows that a lot of 18, 18 to 20 year olds aren't going to probably vote. So mm-hmm. he does, he, he's not appealing. Like the difference between, I think the thing that's really exciting about people like Bernie and Tulsi is that they are are not just, they're not running like Obama did where he's just, um, just put me in the White House and I'll handle everything. Right. They're like, no, once we get into the White House, we have to keep working. Right. Right. Like this is not, this is a, 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 a citizen effort, not just politicians pushing because that's how you get things done if you yeah. if you tell these people that they're not going to get back in, yeah. right? And so, so I'm hopeful. I mean, I don't want to end on a bad on a sour note because because yeah. <laughs> we just talked to police, kid, yeah. police shootings and stuff. It, we are talking about social media, and we are of a certain generation mm-hmm. where, it, of course, we're going to be a little bit worried. But I do find there is, um, well, just think about the generation of people that are already going to know how to speak publicly and present themselves publicly. Ted talk. Yeah. It's the Ted talk generation. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, I think of people like, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, who's like Mm -hmm. a bartender. Did you see that documentary? No, I I have to watch it though. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's so amazing. (laughs) I like her. I like her a lot. I, I don't like that she went with the party on Venezuela, but... I right. can't, but, but yes. you, you know, you can, you can nitpick everybody, but that's, but that's kind of our Nobody's responsibility. Nobody's nerfect. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> nerfect. And, and I think that it's healthy to criticize people. I don't, I yes. think this thing where you're like, you know, the George Takai thing where he was like, let's not speak back. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what the fuck? No, you're right. <laughs> yes. And uh, yes, I agree. Um, because without criticism, there is no change, right? So you have to be kind, but yeah. Um, critical. And yeah, as you're saying all of this, I'm like, I'm going to be transitioning into department chair next uh-huh. year. And like, I will have to flex my political muscles and like figure out what that's all about. Yeah. And figure out what I want to try to change at the school and, um, you know, my small little level, but looking to, um, yeah, the, the methodology that you were, uh, expressing interest in the, the candidates that you're behind. It's like, yeah, that's, that's how we have to think about it. That's who we have to put in the office. And I hope I can follow that kind of lead. Yeah. 
It's it's a lot of work though. It's and, so yeah. and I and I didn't even get out to the rally. So. <laughs> right. I it's 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 I I I feel I'm I'm frustrated because I I'm not as aware as you are all of the the platforms and you have your clear favorites and I I find it really overwhelming um, with how many candidates there are at this juncture. And um, I also like, I love listening to people talk about politics, but I don't necessarily like to engage because it's um, you, people really rear their, their um, ugly side, I think. Yeah. And it's hard to have conversations that aren't, um, supercharged. And yeah, I yeah. mean, that's good, but it's also like, well, yeah, there's a lot of shaming of political ideology yes. yeah, it, and that, yeah. that is super annoying. It's not helpful. Yeah. And, and, and that, I think that that is, has been to the detriment of the left where it's like, oh yeah, don't say this. We can't, we can't yeah. let the other side know what everybody fucking knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I do talk about it like it's just a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when someone like I do, I, if you have any disagreements with me, I'm not going to like uh, <laughs> oh, jump on you. No, no, no. Yeah. And I'm not. I don't fear that. I just, yeah. um, I'm like, I'm yeah. I'm I'm just exhausted in in my own life talking about. Uh, yeah, just being like a new parent and a teacher where I'm like taking on all of my kids, um, various emotional ups and downs and, uh, like maintaining my friendships and talking about, I like, I just don't personally have the energy to like, to, to, and, 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 and maybe that makes me like a terrible millennial, uh, not like, uh, non, but I will vote. But does that even... <laughs> yeah. But it also seems like you're pretty progressive in... in, in it's not yeah. like... It's... It, I understand not knowing the platforms this early on. It's too early. <laughs> I guess that's all I was yeah, trying yeah. to articulate. Yeah, yeah. It's too early for, for me. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, by saying that, am I not being active enough? No. Right? It's no. Like, I mean, and I, 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 I don't think that, like... I don't think it doesn't sound like you're buying into any bullshit, which is where where it becomes no. problematic because that's the, that's what I hate. Like when um, when RussiaGate supporters mm-hmm. start calling you a conspiracy theorist, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, you're just going on feelings because it's been stated there are no facts. Yeah, <laughs> it's been clearly stated. The the uh, David K. Johnson <laughs> is a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, and he's like, he's like, yeah, but 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 why would you do all of these things? Why would you obstruct justice? I'm like, okay, you want to fucking impeach Trump for obstruction of justice? I'm 100% behind that mm-hmm. because I, that we need to start holding people accountable in general. Yeah, but, but like, this isn't the avenue. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but don't, you know, this, this like, uh, it. I find the people that listen to mainstream, like CNN and shit like that, and and don't like seek out like I read that shit, but I it infuriates me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually don't watch too much uh, mainstream uh, news outlets, but I do read the articles that they put out. 
And it's like yeah, I can't. I don't. Yeah. I've just no. turned a complete blind eye. There are days. There like today was one of those days where I woke up and I was like, Sh- "Should I watch Democracy Now on YouTube?" And I was like, "I'm not ready to hear how fucked up the world is," because that's no. ex- essentially what you're taking on. You know, all I listen to is public radio. Yeah, and um, I'll toggle through a few different podcasts, but it it does. The, the darkness of the news is is so dark. Yeah. Well, I, and that's why I think corporate news is so popular because yeah. it, it lightens doesn't it tell, up. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't tell, tell you, tell you what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a real bummer. I'm sorry. I feel yeah. like I brought you here. We had a lovely conversation about Instagram and in the last hour I've just bummed you out with the world. No, no. <laughs> I think um, I, I just get more... Um, quiet because I feel like I'm, I'm not, I'm in it. I'm not in it and I'm avoiding it. And then I feel guilty for avoiding oh, it. Oh no, that's, are you got a kid? You, do you really want to raise a kid while you're feeling like that? that no, shitty? that's yeah. exactly it. You can't be internalizing that and then passing it on to your kid, especially oh, at this stage. Like no. that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And, and Hey, I am a hundred percent for not engaging in politics sometimes. Yes. As long as, <laughs> and, and I think that like, uh, I feel that way about everybody, but it seems like I don't disagree with you. <laughs> your outlook. No, no, no. So, I'm, so, I'm so in it's, agreement. It, it's not. It's not. Uh, it doesn't stress me out when yeah. someone is like, like it's. It's not like I'm like, God damn, this person is so dense. Yes. You know, like that's not well, the feeling I get from it, and it seems like. Your husband probably <laughs> takes It's really on. nice. Yeah, he'll yeah. take it on and then he'll tell me what I need to know, yeah, which yeah. is like, what a great <laughs> feminist am I, you know? But it's just funny. He, he's just a sweet guy. Yes. He's a sweet no, man taking teasing. care of the, the, yes. the man stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he is taking care of the man stuff. Reading the paper with mm-hmm. his... <laughs> Get my nails done. Whatever. <laughs> Your nails are great. Oh, thanks. I I I just got a very fancy, expensive oh, manicure. Wow. I have jewels in oh, in the nails. Word. Yeah. Nice. I I needed to do something like. I that. just thought they were like unreasonably shiny. They came from FOMO because <laughs> I saw the nails on Instagram. <laughs> Scary. It is. Scary shit. It is. It is. But ultimately, I think we'll be okay. We, I mean, <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't have that attitude, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. And, um, I basically yeah. did that thing where you make a statement, but you turn it into a question by inflecting upwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, but we'll be okay. <laughs> Up talk. I, uh, we do an artist lecture series at our school and, um, it is great. The fact that we do that at our school and there was a comment from a, a colleague that was like, you ever notice how artists always use up talk? It's like, they don't really know what they're talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the most perceptive person. The truth hurts. The truth hurts. Uh, yeah. I, well, I think that we're prone to not necessarily making the most declarative statements. We're more interested in the ambiguity. Of and things. the, the yeah. open ended and like yeah. I was talking about photographs before. And then like, 
I was, you know, when you first asked me to do this podcast, I just froze and like, I don't have time to do research, research <laughs> on a thesis. What? <laughs> and then, um, and then I was like, no, it, after listening to some episodes, I was like, no, it's about discussion and it's about getting through ideas through back and forth yeah, and yeah. like how lovely it is to take that time to do that. And yeah, you know, and that's, it's, it, that's the research. It ends up being a very intimate uh, conversation because yeah. you don't usually sit down with a perfect stranger and talk like this about no. something like for that long. We, it, it, and and that's one of the things that I like about that two hour deadline because there comes a time where it's like, all right, we've we've gotten yeah, we're, oh, yeah. we're, 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 we're there, go, we're there. No, no. <laughs> but there's a moment. There's always a moment where you're like, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, we gotta we gotta fill two hours, yep. <laughs> and that's what you know. Sometimes, and it's funny. Sometimes the more popular one is the second one, and sometimes the more popular one is the first one. So yeah. you never know what's gonna. What's it's all about? How I title things, <laughs> it, and isn't that the truth? <laughs> it's all about how I brand them. It's all about how you brand them. Yeah, I'm gonna start saying promote. Promote <laughs> my, pro- my promotional self. I'm gonna. Consult the thesaurus on this yeah. one. Oh, yeah, See yeah, what yeah. else I can come up with. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was just such a pleasure to have you. Oh, thank you. It was great to talk with you as well. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh, God. I wish. Um, you can plug your Instagram. I can. And then you can screen people since it's set to private. Yes, I can. And so if I'm you're like, a creepo, don't even bother. I have like 15 requests in my inbox right now. And I'm like, are these all bots? um but i i need to um be more open and like figure that out because i you know as an artist i am interested in showing the specific way in which i look at and digest the world and Mm -hmm. i would like to have more conversations like this with people so yeah um katie klein is my instagram uh, it's Klein like Kevin, not Calvin. I N E. Sounds like something you've been saying your whole life. Well, in my adult life, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much it yeah. for now. Yeah, I don't have anything currently to promote except this podcast. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> great. Tell, tell your students I need more young listeners. <laughs> I will. <laughs> no. That'll go in one ear and not the other. I do not want your students listening to this <laughs> and then coming to you and be like, hey, why were you talking to that problematic guy? Yeah, I've, I can only imagine they're listening to way weirder, worse, nastier stuff. Yeah. But I think that's just me being an old They're person. probably listening to funnier stuff too. Yes, that's for <laughs> Much sure. Much funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I not that this isn't somewhat funny, but it's definitely not. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll end it there with with the insult. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's totally it was, my personality. It, it wasn't an insult. All right, thank you so much. <laughs> thank Bye. you. I love ending it like it's a phone call. Bye. What's my thesis is produced by Javier Proenza, who is talking in the third person. Reach out at whatsmythesis at gmail.com and follow us on all social media at whatsmythesis. Don't forget to review and subscribe. And if you donate to our Patreon, this is where I'll give you a shout out and make up what kind of art you make based entirely on your name.
and nothing else. <laughs>